Yes, I do. I look a damn sight prettier than Leslie Ash. Watch out, here comes Brian Aldridge. I tell you, Joe, ever since this affair with Siobhan became common knowledge, Brian hasn't been the same. Of course I haven't been the same, Clary. Well, that's because Brian Aldridge is now being played by me, Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> You don't think a cardboard cut-out his role could be played by anyone other than me, do you? It'll be like the X-Men film all over again. Once again, I'll be the scheming, heartless villain surrounded by freaks. Only this time, they'll have tractors. Don't be so sure of that, McKellen. Not you again, Rickman. I'm far more suited for playing this agricultural caricature. <laughs> After all that time I spent overacting in the forest in Robin of Sherwood. <laughs> I'm used to being surrounded by things that are wooden. I'm not if my laser cannon stroke milking machine has anything to do with it. Well, I've got Linda Snell under my jacket and her safety catch is... Oh, God. Oh, dear. Both of our new Brian Aldridge's have killed one another. Let's hope whoever the new Brian Aldridge is, he isn't someone completely rubbish. Hello! I'm Brian Blessing! That won't get the pigs in! Oh, no. BBC Radio 4, I'm Brian Perkins. The Gollum of News. The headlines again... Radio 4 bosses are still trying to work out the technical reasons why the network failed to broadcast the sound of Big Ben at midnight on New Year's Eve. The reason is simple. It was me. <laughs> In fact, Big Ben made no sound at all. That's because I'd superglued Peter Donaldson's head between the bell and the hammer. <laughs> well, I think we all know there's only one news governor, and that's me, Brian the Hulk Perkins. <laughs> So at midnight, I sat on a crate, sipping a can of Kestrel, while 2003 came in, accompanied by the 12 messy, squishing sounds and pitiful bleats of Donaldson banging against the bell. <laughs> Remember, there's only one Brian Perkins, and it's Brian Perkins. Bite me. Uh, Mr. President, have you uh, finished studying the map we gave you? Yes, I have. And I believe that I will now be able to find my way to the bathroom on my own. Great. And what about those ones of Iraq we also gave you? I don't want to talk her eyes about Iraq no more. <laughs> Boy, did that get boring quickly. No. I want to consecrate this week on my tax cuts. Our economy is in repossession. And I have taken it upon myself to personally stimulate the American people. With $674 billion worth of tax cuts, how are you going to afford that? There's no need to be apprehended. Over the holidays, I signed a massive arms deal that'll bring us in twice as much as these tax cuts cost us. Well done, sir. So who's bought our state-of-the-art weaponry? Uh, Britain? France? Or Germany? No, it was just some real nice fellow with a mustache. <laughs> Thank you.
in addition to the digital radio channels which you've all heard about, there's also a host of other lesser-known niche BBC digital channels to enjoy. For instance, why not try BBC Nine, a brand new station for people who aren't quite trendy enough to listen to one extra, who are just too young to start listening to Radio Two. <laughs> and what about BBC Ten, for people who are scared of the people who listen to one extra because they might mug them? <laughs> and what about BBC Eleven, the station for listeners who didn't go to as posh schools as Radio Three listeners? but who are much less frightened of the people who listen to One Extra than the people listening to BBC Ten. <laughs> they, of course, would never dream of holidaying near Radio 3 listeners, who drive better cars than Radio 6 listeners, and who once bought drugs off someone called Cedric, who listens to One Extra. <laughs> BBC Digital Radio. One land, one love, one listener. This is the news at ten. News for men who don't have to try too hard. <laughs> After the shock resignation of Cilla Black, ITV have unveiled the new presenter of Blind's Date. Chloe from Shrewsbury faces an agonising choice. Will it be number one? He's the cook who says you're the icing on his cake. Will it be number two? He's a dab hand with the drill, but he promises you won't be left on the shelf. Or will it be number three? If you were on fire, he'd make you wet. That's Chloe from Shrewsbury's Choice, with me, Michael Burke, after the break. My name is Greg Dyke, and I am Director General of the BBC. Tomorrow's world, I want your desk cleared by five, and I've already counted how many paper clips and staplers there are in the stationery cupboard, so don't even think about it. Now, as you might have heard, the top BBC Two show over the festive season was The Fight. Well, that's hardly surprising. It's what Christmas is all about, isn't it? Two unfit blokes knocking six bells out of one another. <laughs> but do you know how they prepared for going 15 rounds with someone determined to beat them into a bloody pulp? Well, Ricky Gervais trained for three months solid with Lennox Lewis's trainer. While Grant Bovey, he just casually mentioned to Anthea Turner that maybe it was a good thing she's not on TV anymore. <laughs> Pretty much amounted to the same thing. <laughs> oh, Yentop, does this Ainsley Harriet you got me need batteries to get it started or what? Hello and welcome to Any Answers. I'm the Dimbleby that doesn't chase ambulances. On last night's Any Questions, we discussed subjects as far-reaching as gun crime, war, terrorism and global warming. So let's go to our first caller. Hello, um, can I start by sounding quite normal and reasonable? Of course. And then can I suddenly go off on a very right-wing tangent? Can I just interject with a reasonable counter-argument in the hope you'll moderate yourself? Which I'll completely ignore as I make some outrageous comment about Hitler having the right idea. Can I just pause there and speak a bit slower, which is the radio equivalent of backing away from a loony who was sat next to you on the train? I'll then go straight to the next caller in the hope that they make slightly more sense. Hello, Jonathan. Um, I'm very nervous, and uh, I seem to think that it's uh, interesting that I've never called one of these phone-in shows before. Well, don't worry about that, because I'm going to spend an eternity sounding fatherly and being incredibly patient as I try to extract any sort of a point at all from you. But I just carry on being rambly and nervous, and it just seems as if I might finally be getting to a point. I suddenly stop speaking right out of the... 
it's right about now that I realise that just like every other week I've wasted almost the entire show on a handful of rambling nutters and only have ten seconds left for our final topic. Well, um, about that, I wanted to make the point... That Sorry, you can't make that point as I have to interrupt you to tell you that we're running out of time so you'll have to be quick. Well, the, the point I wanted to make was... Please, I'll have to stop you there to tell you to hurry up. Well, my point is... Too late, sorry, I have to cut you off there as my constant interruptions demanding you be quick have in fact taken up what few seconds there were remaining in the show. <laughs> All that's left for me to do now is tell you that next week's Any Questions comes from some godforsaken village and will feature a disturbing amount of clapping every time one of the panellists says something incredibly small-minded, petty or vaguely homophobic. Good night. <laughs> Good afternoon, Tony Guy from Broadway. How can I help? <laughs> hey, is that the place where you like cut people's hair off and you might perm it and chop little bits off here and all that kind of thing? Yes, it is. <laughs> That's great. I wondered if I could make a little appointment to just get my own little hair done because um, it's been a little while. <laughs> okay, what day would you like to for that? How's about tomorrow? Can book you in tomorrow, ten o'clock? That'd be great. That'd be great. Can I just have a little consultation on how I want it? Yeah, yeah. When you come in, they'll give you a quick consultation before you have the haircut. That's good because I just want a little bit taken off over on the side there, like that, okay. and just a little bit taken off the back up there, Can I take like that, time, and then just a little bit along <laughs> the side over there, like that. Okay. <laughs> I wondered if you could do me hair like Adam Ant. Do you remember him? Adam Ant. Yeah. I think maybe before my time. Really? <laughs> <laughs> he was this great singer. He had a big white stripe across his nose and he oh, sang this thing. <laughs> Prince Charming, <laughs> Prince Charming, <laughs> ridiculous, nothing to be scared of. <laughs> Do you know who he is yet? <laughs> <laughs> great. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you in the morning. I'll sing a few more of Adamant's hits and I'll get some of my hair took off and that'll be great. Alright, I'll book you in tomorrow morning. <laughs> See you on the next cartoon time. <laughs> More new niche BBC digital radio stations for you to enjoy. For the more broad-minded listener, why not try BBC 13? BBC